Welcome to Straight Talk with Kathy, your go-to source for health and wellness discussions from one of our country's leading motivational speakers, Kathy Robinson Pickett. And now, without further delay, here's Straight Talk with Kathy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Straight Talk with Kathy. I'm your host, Kathy Robinson Pickett, and I'm a woman with something to say. And today, I'm excited to have in the studio with me Jessica. Jessica is going to share her experience about quitting smoking a year ago. I'm so excited for her that it's been a year, and she's just done so awesome. But before I turn it over to Jessica, I want to talk a little bit about tobacco and nicotine products and giving them up. A lot of people uh, today are faced with their employers charging them more on their insurance if they smoke. Um, They're facing more and more places where they're not allowed to smoke. So it's interfering with their leisure time as well as their family time, all of those kinds of things. Yet we know that nicotine is one of the strongest addictions on the planet. And without some help, oftentimes it's really hard to quit. So most of you have no idea, but my day job uh, for the last four or five years has been as a quit smoking facilitator for the AHEC programs in the state of Florida. I have to tell you, I really, really enjoy it. I love doing it. The classes are amazingly rewarding, and I feel like I'm making a real difference in people's lives. And so even though I haven't really shared that with you too often on this show, um, with the Great American Smokeout being in November, I thought this was the perfect time to talk about it a little bit. So first off, the first thing I want you to know is across the country and certainly other places around the globe, there are tons of programs out there that can help you stop smoking or help you stop dipping, chewing, or vaping. Um, And there's tons of resources available. One of the easiest resources is an 800 number or toll-free number. It's actually one 877 you can now and that's a number you can call anytime they'll do counseling on the phone with you for free they'll send you a two-week starter kit of quit smoking materials uh, patches lozenges or gum and they also can refer you to classes so that's a wonderful place to start most of the programs are free all the programs that i work with are free but there are some certainly programs across the country that charge but if you're in the position that you're ready to quit you can probably find a free program anywhere in the listening area that's hearing my voice. So my experience with nicotine has been an interesting one. I never smoked. There are lots of reasons I never smoked, but the main reason I tell people I never smoked is I grew up in North Florida in tobacco country. And where I lived, everybody lived or worked on the farms. And lots of my friends' families owned tobacco farms. And so I had a lot of experience around tobacco products. Tobacco grows worms that are huge. They're green and they secrete this nasty sap that makes them stick to the leaf. Well, guys would throw them down the girl's shirts, put them in your hair. I can remember one time so clearly. I was in third grade. My teacher was Mrs. Bates. Mrs. Bates was 160 years old when she was our teacher. Really and truly, she was probably 50, but she was an old maid. in in our area where we live and she had a ruler and she would smack your hands with a ruler it was she was a tough 
a tough cookie, but um, she was absolutely my favorite teacher of all my school career. But anyway, I was in Mrs. Bates' class, and this boy, his name was Frank, and Frank, I'm telling you, Frank just, I don't, he was mischievous, and one day he had bought a tobacco warmer school, he put it on me, and it crawled into my hair and worked its way into my hair. And they had to cut this worm out of my hair. Now, that's the main reason I never smoked. Because when all the boys started dipping and chewing and then the girls started smoking, I seriously, all I could think of was they were eating those worms. And um, we all have something that sticks with us through childhood. And for me, tobacco worms, gross, and that was it. So when I first got asked to work with a tobacco program, I was at Florida Southern. And AHEC received this grant money, and they asked me about creating and working with a college program that would reach out to middle school students about quit smoking. And I started researching stuff and started, you know, trying to learn as much as I could because I didn't have that exact experience. Well, when I first started teaching smoking cessation classes, people would come to my class and they would say, Kathy, I gave up alcohol, I gave up cocaine, I gave up heroin. It was easier than me giving up these these cigarettes. And I would say, well, it's your last thing. And your last thing is always the hardest. But I really started hearing this over and over. So I decided I should research this out a little bit. And what I found is that there really is a biological factor about making giving up nicotine so hard. And that is in your brain, there's a receptor close to your serotonin receptor that nicotine binds to that receptor. And so when you get jumpy, happy, sad, mad, and your serotonin is pumping inside, that receptor is kind of pumping too. And so there's a correlation with that biologically in the nicotine. So there is, there is some truth to the fact that nicotine is a hard drug to give up. That doesn't mean it's not possible. It doesn't mean people don't quit every single day. It just means you have to make up your mind to work at it and to be part of it. When people come to my classes, there are a couple things that I tell them that I think it's really important. The first week of class, I ask them for the first four days to smoke, dip, chew, vape, whatever way they're using product, use it normally, and to chart it, to see every time you do it. I found some really interesting things. First off, most people smoke more than they think they do. The only people that truly know exactly what they smoke are pretty much people that buy one pack in the morning and only smoke that pack till the end of the day and don't buy another pack till the next day. Um, most people use a lot more than what they think they do. If you're vaping, I promise you, you're hitting your vape more than you ever hit a cigarette. When I have people chart their vaping, they hit that thing 300, 350 times a day. Now you may say, well, I'm using a low thing of nicotine, but I bet you if you start figuring out the math, you're using a lot more nicotine. But more importantly, even if you're using no nicotine at all, you're hitting that thing. It's like a binky. I tell people in my classes, it's just like a kid's pacifier. You hang it around your neck, you keep it in your pocket, and because you can use it anywhere, you pull it out and you hit that thing way more than you ever would have. So anyway, for the first four days, you're, you're going to chart your, your information. And after that, once you get that number, you're going to make a decision in your head to cut back by about 20% for the next few days. After you do that, for the second week, I'm going to tell you, I don't want you to smoke, vape, dip, or chew anywhere under a roof. I don't want you to do it in your house. I don't want you to do it in your car. I don't want you to do it on your line, on your porch. And I don't want you to stand under an umbrella to do it. 
If it's a roof or if you're in a convertible car, that counts as a roof too. You can't do it. You can still smoke the number you were at when you cut back 20%, but you got to work for it. What this does is it kind of helps your brain wrap around the fact that you're quitting and gets you to that other side. Then the next week is usually your quit week. So we don't say, oh, the first day of class, you're going to quit. That's not the way it works. We build you up to it. We have you do some other exercises. And what I will tell you is that for most people, so much of this is about the habit and how they started and what the ritual is and all those things combine to make this addiction large. And so there's lots of different resources and in different ways. People do it all kinds of way. And really, the way that's best for you is the one that's going to work. And so if you've tried to quit before and you just say, I can't, I've tried and I just can't, well, there's 150 other ways out there to do it. So let's see what we can find and, and get you to that side to be able to do it. Like any other time, you're free to contact me. Contact me on Facebook at the Straight Talk with Kathy fan page. Contact me by email at straighttalkwithkathy at gmail.com. Private message me, however you want to message me. If you're interested in quitting, I can help you get some resources to do that. And I have a virtual group online. It's free. I'll drop you in that group and you can, can use anything in there that you would like to use to help you get to the other side. For those of you that are vaping and you think that this is a healthier choice, well, you're right. You're not getting the chemicals from tobacco, but you're getting a lot of other chemicals. And the reality is that the vapes aren't regulated. And although somebody may tell you what you're vaping is all natural and all this other stuff, you don't know that to be true. And as long as you're doing the hand mouth thing, eventually you're probably going to go back to smoking. For those of you that are dipping, I, the one thing I would like you to know is that a can of Copenhagen, Skull, any of the canned products are equal to five packs of cigarettes worth of nicotine. So if you're a can-a-day dipper, you're getting the nicotine of five packs of cigarettes. I know some of you listen to, to me <clears throat> are two can-a-day. So think about that, 10 packs of cigarettes worth of nicotine going into your system. So yes, it's going to take some time to walk down off that. If you're a pouch chewer, Levi Garrett, Red Man, Loose Tobacco, a pouch is equal to three packs of cigarettes. So you can kind of do that math. So since time is always short with this show, I am going to talk to Jessica. First off, welcome, Jessica. Hi. Hi. Mm -hmm. Jessica's a little shy, but I'm so excited. A little, just a year ago, right now, I think, right, Jessica? Yeah, November 6th. Jessica messaged me and said, Kathy, I'm ready to quit. And um, so, Jessica, what was your, your young, how young were you when you started smoking? Um, I was going into seventh grade, so I was 12 years old. Wow. Mm -hmm. So how did you get your cigarettes in the early days? I would steal them from my mom and dad. Yeah. They were easy, easily accessible, so I would take them from them. Um, I would... Um, go between packs, my mom and my dad's pack, and to where they wouldn't notice that they were missing. So this day I'd get it for my mom, this day I'd get it for my dad, and I'd go back and forth, and they never realized it. But I was in my room with the window open smoking a cigarette. Wow. And and any idea what what was the reason behind that first cigarette for you? Um, I don't really know. I think that it was just I had that addictive, um, I mean, my mom smoked through all five of her pregnancies, and um, they smoked in the house, 
So I feel like it was just, um, it was an easy habit to pick up because I was around it my entire life. And so um, when I did it, like I did it the first time with my friend and it was just so natural. And I never did it to fit in. I really did it because I was addicted to it. It was something that I picked up and I couldn't put down. Because I know Jessica really well, Jessica, was part of it, it did it make you feel relaxed? Uh, yeah, it did, definitely. I mean, I have an anxiety problem and I have anger. Um, so that was my go-to. Um, anytime I felt anxiety or anger, I went to cigarettes. And I felt that it would calm me down. And you believe that probably because that's what your mom believed. Because yeah. in the, in, you know, your mom and I are close to the same age. So for our time period, we were... People were told that. The commercials told you if you smoked, it'll calm you down. It'll make you beautiful. It'll make you skinny because yeah. you won't eat as much. Mm -hmm. And so all those things kind of happen. So I don't want people to think that in any way you blame your parents yeah. for for smoking. It just is what the generation is. And um, especially for those of us in the South now, we know it's part of our culture. But the interesting thing about that, and of course Jessica knows this now because she's she's not 12 years old, is that nicotine's a stimulant. So nicotine was never calming her down, but it was a self-medicating factor for her because she believed that it was. And so that in itself kind of released that tea kettle. I yeah, think. I mean, once I let myself um, believe that um, calming myself down in a natural way, you know, walking away, thinking about what's making me mad, um, once I let myself believe that, I, that's where my belief moved. Instead of thinking that nicotine was curing it and moved my belief to another. Because if you get your mind to believe something so strong into nicotine, you can get it to believe into something else. And I learned to walk away and calm down in a more natural way. Absolutely. So Jessica, you are how old now? I'm 22. So that means you basically smoked for nine years. Mm -hmm. So even though Jessica's young, she smoked for a long period of time. But she still is really young to make the decision to give it up. Mm -hmm. So what do you... Have you thought about that at all? What prompted you to decide, I, I just want to quit this? Um, many different reasons. One, I didn't like smelling like it. Um, two, everything around me smelled like it. My car, um, I smoked in my apartment um, when I first got an apartment. It's just everything smelled like it, and that was, that was one reason. Two, I knew uh, once I had children, I didn't want to smoke with my kids because I didn't want to put them through it. Not My parents didn't put me through something bad. It's just, you know, I always smelled like it when I was a child. So I didn't want to put them through it. And um, three, it's just, it wasn't right. Uh, I knew that it was hurting me physically. I mean, my dad woke up every morning coughing his lungs up. Um, and so it, I, it was time. It was time to also realize that that's not the reason, that was not what was calming me down. And so I wanted to change myself in the way of I can calm down in a more natural way. And I, I hated that it held me down. I felt like I was in prison with the cigarettes. And when I woke up every morning, I thought of cigarettes. When I went to sleep, I thought about them. I, it was my best friend. And I, I, I hated that because it was bad for me. So I was so excited when Jessica called me and said, Kathy, I'm ready to quit. Jessica, um, for those of you that are... Friends together folks or have been on our website and those kinds of things. Um, Jessica is our new webmaster on the Friends Together website. Uh, she's Garrett's girlfriend. So, um, of course, I was glad when she wanted to quit smoking because I certainly wanted her to be healthy. And um, But Jessica is preparing to do something 
big. What are you preparing to do, Jessica? I am going with friends together to Africa, and I'm climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. So my real question for you is, 13 months ago, could you have pictured yourself being able to climb the highest freestanding mountain in the world? Well, I, um, whenever I was smoking, I lived on the third floor of the apartments, um, and I was smoking pretty heavily. And by the time I got to the third floor, I was ready to lay down and <laughs> die. So I would not have been able to at all. I couldn't run a mile without having to stop and walk. So no, I would not have been able to climb a mountain. So tell me about your physical shape right now. Uh, I mean, I'm ready. Like, I feel great. I can breathe. Uh, I mean, really, when people say that, it's not, they're not exaggerating. You can really breathe now. And uh, I mean, I don't wake up in the morning and cough. It's just, I can take a deep breath in. And that's huge for me to say, because I mean, there were so many times where I got really scared. I actually had to get on an inhaler twice, because I just couldn't take a deep breath in. So now it's, I never have that problem. And I mean, it's, it's a beautiful thing to be able to breathe and not, and I mean, just everything, not smelling it anymore. And you can actually taste better. Everything definitely has improved since. And you're going to the gym all the time. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm able, and I can breathe, like I can run. I'm almost to the point where I can run a mile. And uh, I mean, I think I can run a mile in 10 minutes now. And that's huge. I could never do that in the past. So I'm, I want to take this chance to say, I mean, she knows how proud I am of her, but I am super, super proud of her because she put them down and she never looked back. Yeah. And she's really made this decision and it's made such a difference in her quality of health and the way she feels and the way she looks. She's beautiful, by the way, but her skin, everything, mm -hmm. you can just see the difference in her and she just glows. And so I'm, I'm really proud. And, and I wasn't just going to be on because... I know so many of you that listen to my show are are Jessica's age, just a little older, and um, and I care about you. I care about your well-being. I care about your longevity. I care about your quality of life. And so, seriously, if this is something that you're battling nicotine in any way, um, I am willing to do whatever I can do to help you get to the other side of that. And so, until our next show, thank you so much, Jessica, for being here. Thank you. For those of you, again, if you want to reach us on Facebook, it's Straight Talk with Kathy. If you want to reach us um, by email, it's straighttalkwithkathy at gmail.com. And on Twitter, it's Straight Talk with Kathy. And again, just in case some of you are listening or going, wow, Tanzania, what's that about? If you're interested in helping us for our relief trip to Tanzania in the summer of 2015, or maybe you're interested in going with us, please check out our website. It's www.friendstogether.org. So until next time, be the boss of your brain.